Welcome back, Irish fans, to Breaking Down Braves Boys podcast. Today, we're previewing Purdue. It's a tongue twister, but don't want to recap Notre Dame's game versus Duke too much. That was pretty painful. Just got outplayed for 40 minutes. So we're moving on to Purdue, and I got Mike Carmen from Journal and Courier. Uh, he, he wanted me to introduce him as an old guy who covers Purdue. Not going to say that exactly, but... Thank you for coming on. And hey, thanks for Googling me and having me. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. For sure. Now Did a lot of research to find me, I, I think. Yeah. I, let's let you stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll get to the questions for the game. Start out, can you tell us a little bit about each member of Purdue's starting five and kind of what they bring to the table? Well, I'm not sure who's going to start Saturday. Uh, they've gone with the same starting line at the last two games that they've won, but I see Matt pa Painter maybe tweaking the lineup a little bit because their center, Travion Williams, has played pretty well the last two games. He may move him back, but I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he stayed with what he's doing. But when you're looking at the consistent starters this year, you know, number one would be Sasha Stefanovic, a great three-point shooter, uh, junior, uh, redshirt junior, has been in the program a long time, uh, really brings a, a deep threat from, from the perimeter. Um, and he's been, he's been pretty consistent uh, this year. You can't leave him open. you got to guard him out there. Uh, the other consistent uh, starter has been Brandon Newman, who's a redshirt freshman. Uh, he's had one poor game, and that was against Indiana State. But every other game, he, he's played well. He's a guy that can score off the bounce. He can also pull up and hit a three. Uh, really good defender. Uh, he had seven defensive rebounds uh, in the win over Ohio State on Wednesday night, and that was big uh, to keep Ohio State off the offensive glass. Uh, but he's a, he's a guy that is a tough, tough kid, good defender, and um, I expect him still to have a pretty good year this year. Uh, Travion Williams, we mentioned he may or may not be in the starting lineup, but he's going to play. He's going to be the main guy at center. Um, he had a pretty good all-around game Wednesday, 16 points, nine rebounds, eight assists from a post player is pretty good. He's a wonderful passer. He just he, he has eyes in the back of his head. Uh, that was confirmed last night with some of the passes that he made uh, from, from the low block. Uh, the other center, Zach Eady, is a 7'4 freshman. 7'4 uh, sounds big, and it is big. Uh, he's a big guy. He's wide. Uh, he moves very well for being that big. He's not awkward. Uh, he did not play particularly well Wednesday night, but he's had some moments this year where you can see the potential. And I just he just needs to play a little bit more, stay out of foul trouble, and I think he'll be fine. Eric Hunter Jr. has moved back into the starting lineup. He missed the first few games with a knee injury, but he's he's kind of their leader, point guard, a good mid mid range jumper, uh, and their top defender out on the perimeter. And um, he'll be a guy that can get after it out there uh, defensively. Uh, and then the, the four position, uh, Mason Gillis is a redshirt freshman. He's been starting the last couple games. Uh, you know, he's a kid that hasn't played since his junior year in high school, and he redshirted last year. So it's almost, it was almost 1,000 days in between competitive games for him, and he's just getting back in the flow of things. And the other guy they use at the four is Aaron Wheeler, uh, who's a junior. Um, a lot of promise for him early in his career, but uh, he struggled. He has struggled with his shooting the last couple seasons. 
But now I think he's just starting to find his role as a rebounder, a defender, and a loose, you know, getting on the floor after loose balls type of guy. And if he continues to do that, I think he'll be fine. But as far as the starting lineup, there's there's the guys that would be in the mix for starters on Saturday. Gotcha. Sounds like they might make a change from what you're saying in Notre Dame. Probably. Yeah, I don't, I don't know for sure. I, I, you know, coaches like to stick with what works, produce 2-0 and with this lineup, and maybe it benefits them that Williams uh, comes off the bench, Wheeler comes off the bench. But I could also see Matt Painter making a, a, a minor change and putting Williams back in. Mm-hmm. So there's one guy you didn't mention that Notre Dame fans are really familiar with. Jade, well, not a starter, but Jaden Ivey. His uh, mom is the coach for the women's team. Notre Dame recruited him, went to high school at Lalamere. School Notre Dame has a head coach at that went to Notre Dame. I don't know how we missed on him, frankly, but what can you tell us about him to start the year? I know he's been injured, but what have you seen from him to, to start off the year? Well, he played the first game against Liberty, uh, but he played with an injured foot. Uh, he aggravated it either in the game or at some point. So he's been out. Um, for a while. His, his first game back was Wednesday night against Ohio State, came off the bench. Uh, um, he's a guy that likes to shoot. And if he's open, he's going to shoot it. And he shot one three-pointer, missed it. Two seconds later, shot another one, got an air ball. Uh, came back later, shot another air ball. Uh, but then hit back-to-back layups, had a Euro step in there. Uh, would have would have excited the crowd if a crowd was there, but uh, that helped him settle down a little bit. He just had a lot of adrenaline last night because he hadn't played. Uh, but he, he he is a special talent. He's he's a guy that can create his own shot, get his own shot off off the dribble, uh, and he was also a very good outside shooter. I expect him to play more Saturday, and then as they get deeper in the Big Ten season, he's going to be a guy that that will play and see a lot of minutes and. Uh, he, he's a guy that's going to be a big, big part of their future uh, here at Purdue. Gotcha. Seems like you're right. Special talent. Uh, really wish Notre Dame would have got him, but that's a conversation for a separate time. No, it's not a conversation because he, they didn't get him and Purdue did. The conversation's mm-hmm. over. Yeah. So is, <laughs> so is there anything Purdue does schematically that's kind of unique, like, Maybe if they run a certain type of zone or anything different on offense. Well, they have one defense, and it's called man. <laughs> they have different rules within that man defense, but they're not complicated when it comes to these things. And they run a motion offense. Uh, obviously, they've they've got a lot of plays in that that they can run. But defensively, they just they just try to hound you defensively, and they'll switch on on screens and. Uh, they won't switch on everyone, but they'll they'll switch to what they think is an advantage for them. Uh, so they don't really they they've toyed with zone, and he's played some zone, you know, here and there. But their base defense is man, and that's that's kind of what they do. Everybody knows it, and he's not he's not secret about it. It's just who they are. You know, offensively, again, they're they're always looking to move. They want they want guys to move without the ball a lot. Um, because then you're moving the defenders and getting them into situations where you can screen and, and do some other things. So they're not really a complicated team when you get right down to it. Uh, they're like a lot of other teams where, you know, if the ball goes in the basket, you're, you're in pretty good shape. If it doesn't, what are you doing uh, when the ball doesn't go in the basket? Are you playing better on defense? Are you rebounding? Are you taking care of the ball? Uh, 
So it, it, there's a lot of a lot of fundamentals approach to what what Matt Painter does with his program. Gotcha. You talked about their defense and how they kind of pretty much just stick to man. How good of a defensive team have they been? Because Notre Dame's played a lot of really tough teams with like MSU, Duke, who's made it really challenging on Notre Dame's guard so far. Well, they uh, they played better defense Wednesday night against Ohio State, but Ohio State was missing its leading scorer and rebounder, uh, so that played in the Purdue's hands. Uh, but they, you know, they they got after it a little bit. They turned over Ohio State a, a few times where they were able to get out in transition and uh, and get some easy baskets. Uh, they're just usually a tough defensive team. I mean, I, I, they're probably not going to you know, hound you and hawk you as much as maybe some other teams. They're just trying to be solid defensively, stay within their principles, uh, and then limit you to one shot. And that's part of defense is closing out that possession with rebounding. And they did, I think they did a good job Wednesday night because uh, Ohio State ended up with 10 offensive rebounds, but a lot of, a few of those came late in the game. I think Purdue at one point had only allowed five and Ohio State had one second chance point until the very end. Uh, but yeah, they just they they stick to their fundamentals and their principles, and um, they're looking to create some steals, looking to create some open court opportunities. But uh, basically, it's just it's it's a good solid half court defense. Gotcha. Good to hear that they're not going to press you and hound you all game because Notre Dame's. Oh, I didn't say that. I just. That that's not what they that their strength is. Yeah, I mean they'll 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 pick you up maybe three quarter court, but full court pressure and you know really getting up in your shorts. I, that's not that's not what they do collectively. They have individual guys that might do that, but for the most part, they're they're just trying to defend you the best way they can. Gotcha. Notre Dame's really struggled with turnovers early on, so talking about that. That's gonna. That could be a big issue if Purdue can get up into him like uh, other teams have so far. So, what do you think Purdue has to beat Notre Dame, kind of just in general? Well, Purdue's had issues with turnovers. Uh, they had 16 Wednesday night. They've only had one game of their seven, I believe, that they've had less than 10. So they they they've been turning the ball over a lot. So I guess Saturday might be a turnover fest. Uh, if if neither team can take care of the ball. Uh, if they can clean up their turnovers, obviously you can get better shots and have your offense play with a rhythm. Um, you know, if they can do that, then, you know, I like their chances to, to win a lot of games uh, doing that. But when they have turnovers, they they get through stretches where they just cannot take care of the ball. And a lot of it's just on them. It's not, you know, defense – does contribute to it, but a lot of it's just on Purdue with being careless and not focused enough and uh, lack of concentration. Uh, so turnover for Purdue turnovers are, are going to be a big thing. Um, you know, can they can they continue to get the ball into Williams uh, and let him do his thing? You know, does Notre Dame double Travion Williams like Ohio State did? And a lot of his passes and assists came out of the double team. Uh, so he's very aware of where the double team is coming from and who who should be open on the on on the double team. So I'm curious how Notre Dame will play him uh, based on what Ohio State did uh, and whether they do it all the time or just kind of try to pick pick their spots. So you know Purdue's got several keys 
uh, to win this game just like Notre Dame does. Uh, but it'll probably come down to turnovers and rebounding as, as most games do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be – you mentioned um, the big men Purdue has. going to be really tough for Notre Dame's big guys to defend because they've really struggled down low early on. But kind of as a team – what do you think their biggest strength and weakness is? I know turnovers was a weakness and kind of down low seems like their strength. What can you tell us about their strengths and weaknesses? Well, their strength is when they play through the post, they're, they're pretty good. They can be good. They can be a good team. I don't know if they can beat Iowa and Illinois in the big 10 doing it. It may not matter because Iowa and Illinois are pretty dang good. Um, so there's going to be some teams they play where it really doesn't matter what they do. They just cannot, they won't be able to score with certain teams or they, you know, just a lot of, a lot of things can go haywire. But if, if they play through the post, that's a strength, strength of theirs uh, because that usually will open up some perimeter shooting and they do have some, I, you know, as I said, I think they have some good perimeter shooters that, you know, given, given an opportunity to, to fire them up, they're going to, they're going to hit most of them. Um, you know, you mentioned the turnovers is a weakness and that's the big, that's the big one for them. And I think the rebounding has been pretty good this year. Um, and the, you know, they're shooting a decent percentage, uh, but, you know, conference play is just so different than non-conference play. And this is, you know, Saturday for both Purdue and Notre Dame are, are, are like conference games because they're, you know, you're playing a power five team. So they may not know each other as well as Purdue knows Iowa or Purdue knows Illinois, but this is a good measuring stick as you, as Purdue, and Notre Dame are going to jump knee deep in the conference season here uh, after Saturday. So it'll be a good test. It'll, it'll feel like a conference game uh, for both sides. Um, and, you know, usually these, these games are pretty close, even though Purdue, I don't think has a great history <laughs> in the crossroads yeah. uh, classic. They, uh, they don't seem to perform as well as uh, some of their fans would like for them to in this game. Yeah, Notre Dame lost last year in it too. So I guess two teams who haven't had a great recent history. But I don't know if you're a big prediction guy. Wanted to let off with uh, asking you, do you have a prediction for this one? I'm uh, not a big prediction guy, but if you want one, I'll I'll try to come up with one here in two seconds. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's hard because I, I, I can't say I've seen Notre Dame play this year on TV. Uh, I mean, I saw their score from Wednesday night at, at Duke, but Purdue does not have Duke talent. So you, you, that's hard to factor in. I mean, I do like the way Purdue is playing right now. Um, I would probably give them a slight edge uh, just to end the game. Uh, so I'll, I'd probably go with Purdue, but, you know, I think it's probably going to be back and forth. And we've seen in this event over, over years that, you know, a team gets hot from three-pointer, you get foul trouble, and then all of a sudden the dynamic of the game changes and uh, stuff like that. You don't have fans there. You know, you got to create your own energy. Um, and that's something that we've, you know, that's something that has happened, you know, throughout college basketball across the country where um, you, you've got to, you, you just got to keep it going. I mean, you can't rely on 15,000 people to get you going. You have to do it yourself. And, you know, which team can kind of make those plays, those hustle plays to, to get their own, get their own guys going. But I, I get Purdue a slight, slight edge to win the game, but if I'm wrong, it won't be the first time and it won't be the last. 
All right, so now that we've talked to Mr. Carmen about Purdue, I'm going to give uh, the Notre Dame keys to the game, leading scorer and matchup to watch. So to start with keys to the game, I'm going to say rebound. Purdue's bigs are killing it with rebounds. Um, and they're way bigger than Notre Dame's bigs. We've struggled at times with rebounds this year. Uh, and I think it could get really ugly if we can't get on the glass and we let Purdue get a lot of offensive rebounds. Cormac Ryan and Dan Goodwin have done a good job kind of limiting other teams from killing us on the boards. But this is a team that could definitely do that to us. So just got to keep the rebounding battle close. Don't let them get too many offensive rebounds. So that's my first key. The second we talked about earlier, win the turnover battle. Struggle with that a lot. Prentice Hub, Cormac Ryan just throwing the ball away, which I didn't think Cormac Ryan would do as much as he has in the last few games. But definitely not ideal. And Purdue also struggles with that. So if we can get them to turn the ball over and we won't, then we're going to be in good shape. I think we're going to have less turnovers in this game than we have in other games at least because their guards aren't as athletic and long and they won't pressure you as much as, say, Kentucky or Duke's guards. Even Michigan State did that a lot. And we turned the ball over a lot because of that. Hub and Ryan have had uh, really awful matchups to start the year. So I think this is a game where they could really get back on track. And um, that starts with not turning the ball over. So that's my second key. And then my last key, get Leshevsky more looks. Um, I mean, Leshevsky, what, he takes six shots against Duke. He's looked to be our best offensive player this year. So that's going to really be a huge key. Um, I think you need to get him a lot more than six looks. Even though Purdue is a team driven by their big men, they play through them, you're going to have to get Leshevsky involved in the offense. Can't live and die by the guards like they have because that has not worked out throughout a few games. So that's my last key, get Leshevsky involved. Got to get him double-digit looks in this game at least. Um, and that's going to be – the way to start the offense up, even if the guards don't have it that day. And then kind of leading into that, my matchup to watch is Leshevsky versus Durham, or Leshevsky and Durham versus Travion Williams, Zach Eady, and Aaron Wheeler. Purdue, like I said, they play through the post. Um, their big men is kind of what they're known for, they've been known for, Caleb Swanigan, all those kind of guys. Uh, they have a 7-4 big man, and Travion Williams is averaging a double-double right now. So it's going to be huge if we can stop them. I'm not too optimistic about that, though. Um, they just have so much size on us down low. And Durham hasn't really shown us much on either end so far this year. Hopefully he can pick it up. I like Durham a lot, but he hasn't looked great this year. Lyshevsky's kind of improved as a post defender, too. So that's um, a reason for optimism. But that's what I got for the matchup to watch, I think. Um, normally I'd go with a small ball lineup, put your best five on the court. I know that's been thrown around a lot this week. Um, there's been some rumblings that they might go with Durham on the bench at some point, but this is not the game to do that in my opinion. I think in the future you put your best five out there with Hub, Ryan, Wirtz, Goodwin, Lashesky, but now is not the time. Give Durham one more shot to start against a team that's going to kill us with their big men regardless of – Who's playing the four, whether it's Dlaszewski or Goodwin, they're still going to make it really hard on us. So I'm going to go with that starting five and that matchup to watch for this one. And then my leading scorer, 
going to take another leap of faith here, like I've been doing recently, Trey Wirtz. I don't, I don't think the matchup's that hard for guards in this game. You got to get Leshevsky going, but I think Wirtz could really be – this could be kind of his coming out party game. But I don't know. I liked what I saw from Wirtz toward the end of the game against Duke, kind of in garbage time. But if you can keep that momentum heading into Saturday, we're going to be in good shape. And then I hate to say this, but my score prediction, Purdue by five. I just – I don't know how we're going to handle their big men. They're a pretty solid team, top to bottom, way deeper than us, and way more physical down low. So going to go with them. Really hoping I'm wrong. I'm 3-2 and two on the year with predictions. Somehow Jake is 5-0. and oh. Hopefully he can keep that rolling. I haven't asked him what his prediction is yet. Finals week, but that's all I have for this one. Thank you guys for watching. Go Irish. Peace.